everyone, welcome to At This Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Lynn. Join me for conversations with people in the theater world. You never know who's going to show up or what we'll talk about. So silence your cell phones. The show is about to begin. I'm so excited about my guest today. He's been in West Side Story, The Mystery of Edwin Drood, She Loves Me. Well, the list really goes on and on. And this fall, you can catch him in the tour of Town. So please welcome someone I absolutely adore the mega-talented Nicholas Barish. Oh, thank you for having me, Jen. Thank you for coming. I miss you so much. I miss you. Bump into you on the streets of New York in a theater. Exactly. So soon. Soon. Those days are coming soon. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's start from the beginning, from when I met little 10-year-old Nick. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So I first saw you in West Side Story, and I thought you were absolutely fabulous. Well, I mean, I still do. But oh. how did you how did you get started in theater, especially at such a young age? Well, you know, it's funny. I, I just uh, so I grew up in the city um, in part, and then when I was six, we moved to Westchester, an hour north, and um, I started doing community theater. And the first show I did was The Music Man. You know, this story's out there, but I. I did, um, I played Winthrop and my mom played Marion, Peru. We were brother and sister because community theater is community theater and you make it work. But that was just, you know, it was, I was doing it for fun. I was eight years old. I, I joined this, this wonderful theater troupe called the Random Farms Kids Theater, headed by Anya Wallach, who, you know, came up to my mom and said, Hey, I think, you know, your kid could do this professionally. I know a professional manager and would you be interested? And I think my mom at the time was like, I think I think he's eight years old. We'll 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 do it for fun and we'll, you know. But apparently, I was the one who was like, "What's an agent? Can I get an agent? Do you want to? Can I?" So we eventually met with this manager, Lisa Pitliak, who I signed with when I was nine years old. And I started going out on auditions, and my mom would drive me to the city. And I apologize, I'm on a very very busy intersection in the Upper West. Um, there will be lots of sirens. So so one of my first auditions was West Side Story. And we went to D.C., the out-of-town, and we then we did Broadway, and it was all very surreal, and I was 10, and I loved it, but I don't think I, I fully understood, you know, the the um, the rarity of that. And then I've been just lucky to, to pretty much keep working. I mean, we've all had our, our, our slow times. That's, you know, the life of an actor, but uh, I just kept doing it. I kept loving it, and... Here I am. Long story. Long story. <laughs> yeah. Now, now it can be done, right? That's the whole thing. <laughs> Broadway's favorite ginger. Yeah, right. Oh, that's that's a that's a tall. I'll take it. Okay. Well. Okay. My favorite ginger. Okay. How about that? That's more personal. Okay. I... <laughs> so, so when you were in West Side Story, your sister, your real as besides me being your theater sister, your real sister did a documentary <laughs> of when you are. When you were in West Side Story. So I won't say where, whatever. Everybody could search for it. There's a little clip on YouTube, but I won't say. You'll be able to see it on, on the interwebs, yes. Yeah, on the interwebs. So what was, uh, so does that documentary still I- exist? Yep. I think, I think one of us has it on, on our computer. I, I want to burn it forever. Um, I think my parents are very happy. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure. Like, I want to find that computer, yeah. take it to a dump somewhere. Right. Did she had like a, I don't know, a technology computer class, like a, um, what do you call the classes that you add on that aren't? Like your elective? Yeah, elective. 
So it was an elective class, and she was a sophomore in high school, and she was like, I'll make a documentary about my brothers in West Side Story on Broadway. And um, she did, and I think, I think she got an A. Maybe she wouldn't be awkward if she got, like, a C on it. Like, um, that's a D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not very authentic. No, but I mean, on the on the particular clip that I'm talking about, like, you could really see, like, just the the range and stuff that you've had at such a young age you know i mean like um i was i was that was acapella <laughs> was talking about i was i was hyperactive i was just excited to be there and you know and but but yeah in that documentary my mom you know is a singer singer songwriter and um and she uh would we would literally oh my god we would go next door to the, the cafe edison or edison hotel is that still there yeah okay so we would go there for like dinner and I'd have a burger and then we'd go upstairs. We'd sneak upstairs into the hotel part and we, on the second floor, there were these offices and it was after hours and somehow we just snuck up there and we would vocalize. She would do vocal exercises with me and we would, she would make it fun by throwing like a little, like a, like a stuffed animal. And so we'd play, we'd like throw the stuffed animal and I'd be like, woo, <laughs> and my voice. No one knew we were there. And just those those are the rituals that that stick out for me. But um, but yeah, it was West Side Story. It was sophisticated stuff for uh, for a ten year old. For a te- yeah, for a ten year old, right? That's yeah, that's something for a ten year old, right? Yeah. Totally. So you also did theater at a place I used to go where I was younger. You did the Westchester Dinner Dinner Theater, right? You did Peter Pan there, right? Broadway theater. Yeah. yeah. Um, I loved that place. So funny story. I actually I never actually did a show there but oh. i booked a show okay and i booked west side story so oh. i had i had to I had to pull out of the westchester book. well of course but but um i know scandalous but uh but it's so lovely and we would go there and support our friends and um i think i was i was supposed to do the christmas show there is it still there i i I think it actually closed, like, at the start of the pandemic. Like, maybe a couple months in, they were like, we just can't keep it open. Which is a shame, because it was such a lovely place. I've seen many stories there. Like, real dinner theaters, I think, in the state, or in the (laughs) earth that was professional. Ironically, I saw West Side Story there. did? Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. I I saw a lot of shows there. My aunt used to have a, uh, like, a membership. Okay. Yeah, so we would just get all the tickets and, and go and stuff like way before in the days before b- days before I frequented Paper Mill Playhouse. <laughs> yes. Uh theater. I know, right? And uh did you also do Willy Wonka Jr.? I did. Wow, you do your research. Yes, I did Willy Wonka Jr. Um at Random Farms Kids Theater. Mm-hmm. And it was directed by Mark Tuminelli, who then went on to found, found find Broadway Workshop. Okay. Um, which is a wonderful um, uh, place where where kids do theater and take classes, and um, it really took off. And uh, but yeah, that was one, my last show at Random Farms, and when I auditioned for West Side Story, I forgot my my resume, or my mom forgot it in the hustle and bustle of going navigating through Times Square and everything else. So they asked me what my credits were. I think Arthur Lawrence's assistant. And that was the only thing that came to mind. I was really nervous. I said Willy Wonka Jr. and I played Charlie Bucket. I think that got a laugh. And um, but yes, that was really fun. And we and we were at Terrytown Music Hall when we did Random Farms, which was this beautiful, 
gorgeous uh-huh. theater there. And for a nine-year-old, it was like, I'm performing at Madison Square Garden. So yeah, um, it was really cool. Yeah. And so besides doing theater, when you were younger, you did gymnastics too, right? Yes, I did. Um, yeah, I was just thinking about this the other day. I did gymnastics. Um, and See, I read your mind. You did. You did. We're, we're, we're psychically connected. Like <laughs> I, I think the, my coach or whoever wanted me to join the, the team and go try to go pro as well, but I don't think I would have lasted. But, um, but yeah, that was my, my after school activity before, before theater, <laughs> before West Side Story. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, I saw the mystery of Edwin Drood <clears throat> 20 times. <laughs> you were a the original Drudy. I had listen. I had to see all the different possibilities. Mm-hmm. So for anybody that doesn't know the show, you get to pick like these random categories. You get to pick like who the killer is, who um, who the lovers are, and yeah. So one possibility was you and Chi Rivera. Yes, and you were fourteen at that time, right? Yes. So was so the, did you? Yeah, first of all, what was it like to work with Cheetah Rivera? And second, did you guys pair a lot? Because I think a lot of people really wanted to see that. The number one pairing. Of <laughs> Not that I was counting or anything. Um, well, yes. So Cheetah Rivera, what can I say? She's a legend. She's so kind. I, my parents and I reflect on the first day of rehearsal a lot because, you know, I was nervous. I had my parents in the room. I was the only kid and um, and also looking back at that cast now, it's like just every Broadway star <laughs> that you can think of. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, Betsy Wolf, Jesse Mueller, Andy Carl, Stephanie J. Block. So it was, it was a big room, but Cheetah came up to us because she knew that I was, you know, a kid and, and she, you know, was like, I, I'm so nervous, you know, so, and we were like, oh my God, Cheetah Rivera is nervous? What? Right. <laughs> but, um, she was, and because she's so earthy and sh- and human, and and she knows what it what it means and the pressure to to be in a room like that, and um, so she just brought, she was just incredible, and she um, was so supportive. And I remember during tech, she would you know find opportunities to come talk to me in the wings, and she's she I can't say enough about her. She's. Amazing. Yeah, she was always so, especially like when we used to, you know, wait outside stage door, which is probably now a thing of the past. But, but when we used to wait outside, it was so funny because she had gotten to know like my face from seeing the show so many times that she actually took a playbill from me once, took it and smacked me over the head with it and then signed it. I was like, hey. She is hilarious. She, oh my gosh, I loved it and she was she was always yeah and she was always so kind even like when she came out of and she would always talk to everybody answer questions in detail and i was like do you have time for this like mind you like just killing i she remember i remember in rehearsal she was warming up <laughs> sitting down somewhere and she like kicked her face like as part of a warm-up and warren carlisle was like can everyone just look at she <laughs> can you just do that again please and oh she, my god like She's really, truly a, an alien from outer space. Um, oh, my gosh. Something. Yeah. Obsessed. So I didn't get to see you in She Loves Me, but thankfully it was recorded. So I got to see it on TV. Yes. And so that was when, at least when I noticed, like, when people were start to, like, 
say your name, you hear, you hear Nick. Oh my gosh, Nicholas Barat. You know, like everywhere and stuff. So, do you think uh, that? I mean, like, do you think that that was the role that made people notice you a bit more? Because I mean, you were amazing. But like, do you feel like that kind of like? Yeah, I, I, it's definitely since it, it's been the role that I'm most associated with, which is great. I mean, it's 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 funny because at the time I was just like this is another role and I'm going to try to do it really well. And, you know, and I had been working before then. So I think that helped in a way because it didn't, you know, some of the attention I was getting, I, I was my friends and family and no one let that get to my head. And I think that, you know, having a support system that really is honest and cares about you is really essential in this business. And to have mentors too. I mean, Gavin Creel, you know, and people like that who, are willing to share wisdom with me. And, and, um, so I, I was just very lucky. I feel very lucky that, uh, that it happened when it did and that it did open some doors. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it was an incredible dreamy experience. I, I still don't even know how I got the role. Like <laughs> we're still over here. Like, wow, I can't believe that they let me do that. But because you're mega talented, just deal yeah. with it. Just deal with it. Okay. Future Tony in, in your, I know, I know it's going to happen one day. Whoa. I'm calling it. I'm calling it now. I don't know when it's going to happen, so don't quote sure. me, but I mean, it's going to happen. So. <laughs> so now, did you have the same dressing room in She Loves Me than you, that you did in Druid? That is a that is a really fun detail. Yeah, I had the same dressing room in Druid and She Loves Me. Um, Studio 54 was the theater that we were in, and it was it was actually, not to brag, but it was kind of the best dressing room because it was in the basement right next to the female ensemble dressing room and it was a solo room and then it went right out to the green room and then you could go right up stairs to the to the state so everyone else had to climb stairs <laughs> exactly was over there climbing stairs i was just you know slipping into my little <laughs> um no but uh but yeah it was the same dressing room but for drood i had a wrangler i had a child yeah and for she loves me i didn't i went solo <laughs> at age 17 18 yeah. Um, and I think I, I scrolled, you know, Nicholas Barrage was here twice on the wall. So the whoever <laughs> is there. Is that what you, so now you were seven, you turned 18 when yeah. you were during She Loves Me. Yeah. Another out of body experience. I was on stage and it was a Sunday matinee and, um, Michael McGraw was leaving at the time to, to get surgery, I think. And Scott Ellis, our director came and he came out on stage to kind of see Michael out and thank him for all the beautiful work he did. And then he was also like, and also <laughs> it's the 18th birthday of a very special bar pad. And um, the whole audience sang happy birthday to me. And I was like, what is my was life? Right? So um, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you've, I mean, we've mentioned before, but you've worked with, some of the biggest names on Broadway, Tito Rivera, Laura Benante, Gavin Creel. So has anybody given you advice that has stuck with you? Absolutely. I mean, I think everyone's given me a nugget somewhere along the way. Um, I remember I was going out for some role uh, post-Drood and Stephanie J. Block just gave me, gave me a very kind of pith, awesome advice, which was just give them what you got. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one because it's just like, yeah, give them what you got and then move on because, you know, inevitably you're not going to 
book everything. Most most of the things you're not going to book. Mm-hmm. So just give them what you got. Move on. Um, Gavin Creel told me to not read reviews. And that definitely stuck with me. And I think at the time, you know, I was 17. I was like, well, I might read. I might read some. And he was, Maybe one or two. <laughs> he was like, well, you're going to learn the hard way. And I did. I read a review that was not very kind. And then... I learned. I learned the hard way. So, and direct and that, me, direct me to that review, please. Please, I can still quote it. I'll tell you later. Oh my gosh! But that goes for social media too. You know, even this, you know, Hades Town announcement. I'm like, don't scour the web for what people have to say about you. You know, be careful because that stuff can really get in your head. So, but you know what? A lot of people have also said a lot of really good things about it too. I'm glad. I'm glad. No. So, because, I mean, I just feel very protective over you, I guess, because I've known you since such a young age. And it's like, listen, that's oh. my Nick. Do not don't say anything bad about him. Not for him. <laughs> well, it was also like a little protective, like when you used to come up for Drew's stage door and stuff, and like old people would come up to you, and I was like, listen, he's 14, leave him alone. I know. And people have always thought that I'm, I'm, that I'm older. So, yeah. It helps to have. People around me who are looking out. Yeah. I just, I kind of feel like a little bit, like that's like my duty a little bit. <laughs> like must protect Nick. You're the best. Right. So you were nominated for Drama Desk, Outer Critic Circle, For She Loves Me. And you won the Dorothy Loudon Award for Excellence in Theater for your role in She Loves Me. So what was going through your head when you found out you were nominated and then for when you won? Well, the, I, I really, I mean, the Outer Critics was first, I think, and mm-hmm. that, it was surreal. I, you know, we had so many supporting, wonderful supporting players in our show, so for me to be on that list, I think my first thought was, what? Why isn't it literally fill in the blank of anyone <laughs> in the past? So, um, uh, so it was really exciting, and, and, uh, again, I'm glad that I didn't go into that experience, like, I hope I'm nominated for a Tony Award, like, no, I was 17. It was a an amazing part, but it was also, you know, on the smaller side for the for the show. Um and all these beautiful characters. So, I it was unexpected and lovely. And the drama desk and and then the theater world award was so special and I got to, you know, give a little speech at at um, Circle in the Square and I think uh oh Bernadette Peters came up to me and gave me a compliment, which was um really cool and i think i was just so flustered i think i was just like i, I don't know what i said I, this day i don't know what i blank said. just very kind but it was it was awesome and i think i i'm very grateful for that for that recognition yeah uh, Bernadette peters came to one of the shows at my theater and she was coming down my aisle and they're like can you see Bernadette peters and i was like uh, i'll i'll try she's she's a goddess i would yeah. say I was like, do I see her? Do I bow? Like, I don't like, what's the no. etiquette? Like, what do I do? Objectively, one of the coolest ladies ever. Yeah. 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 Oh, she's so, she's so sweet too. It's, I always love like, cause you always have like this kind of like idea in your head. Like, I hope that they're sweet. And I've had like some instances where some people, I won't mention any names, obviously, but where some people have not been what I thought. And you're like, oh, that's a really big letdown. You're like, nah, that's a bummer. It's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like I'll just keep in my head what I think. <laughs> and 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 Cheetah is also a great example of that. Like you meet yeah. her, and she's like exceeds every expectation of what you think. You know, it's just... yeah, yeah, definitely. 
So you did a concert version of Big River at City Center. So do you find the concert staging easier than a full production? Like, is it easier not having the sets around or is it kind of a little weird? Well, here's the thing. It was a, it was a concert version, but, um, you know, it was pretty fully staged. I mean, Lear DeBessonet, our incredible director, she's directing Annie Live on NBC, I think. She's amazing. Um, I love her so much. She, you know, she and Josh Rhodes, choreographer, like they, they staged a full production. You know, I, <laughs> the funny story is that I, I came in first day off book because I was told to do that. And I think that, you know, I don't think that really influenced anything, but, but other actors followed suit. So it didn't, it didn't look like a concert because none of us had our, had our scripts. So I think, and we could have, and we had 12 days of rehearsal. I, I really, I don't, I don't know how it, how it happened. Um, so I would, I would say that the difference is that we had 12 days of rehearsal and not four weeks, six weeks. So, so it was, it was crunched. And then I was also sick and dealing with, so it was, it was a lot of like balls in the air, but I would say actors prefer more rehearsal. I, I would have loved to dig deeper yeah. the performances. So I felt like, oh, if only I had, you know, a couple months to really let things marinate. But it, we were also just lucky. It was very well received and a beautiful cast. And so yeah, encores. They, they, they are very, um, organized and they get it done. They put on. I worked a few encores shows, but I was permanently working at my theater now when you were doing Big River. So I'm like, I can't take, I'm the person that's like, I can't take off of work unless it's like life or death. Totally. Yeah. So, but my friend went to go see you. She's like, oh my gosh. She says, you were so right. She's like, Nick is wonderful. And I was like, I told you, I told you. It's very sweet. Yeah. It was a, it was a really fun role scrappy and, and very very different from from she loves me so i was mm-hmm. grateful that to, to kind of play something very different yeah because yeah, you don't want to get kind of i guess like stuck in one yeah yeah that's the goal you kind of want to stretch yourself and and um yeah and, and you know something like like hades time will definitely be a, a challenge and something i haven't done before so so yeah. you honestly want to I ha- I haven't seen that show yet, so I'm gonna have to just wait for the tour now. So, hey, come see us somewhere. We'll oh, you a- know that if it definitely works out, you know I'll definitely be there. Yes, and hit me up because that's just what I do. <laughs> Great. So you've also done TV and film, mm-hmm. and um, you've done a couple of show. I mean, you've actually done a lot. When I was looking at your resume, I was like, uh, we're just gonna say he's done a lot of stuff. <laughs> So do you like doing TV better than you like doing movies or? Um, so I've only done really one movie, uh, actually, well, one feature. I've done a, a bunch of shorts and it was, it was, it was one day. So it was a, and it was an indie film, but I, I love the filmmaking process, especially for indie stuff because the crew really becomes a family because there's not a lot of money in it. It's very like all hands on deck, like you know, whoever can do this job first is the person who does the job. Whereas in the TV I've done, I was on a couple big sets and there is a designated person for every little thing. So sometimes I would ask someone for something and they'd be like, 
um, I'll talk to this person about it. So then I'd go to that person and they'd say, you have to talk to this person. <laughs> you know? So it was like a constant because, you know, for network TV, there's just a, there's a lot of people. So I think I'd like to do more TV to get used to that kind of like machine. But but they're both awesome. And, and I and I I don't have a ton of experience on set. So I would, I would like more in the coming years. Yeah, because yeah, I was um because when you announced that you were guest starring on Bull, yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. I was like, oh, he's so mean. It's so not Nick. <laughs> Spoiler, I turn out to be the bad guy. Yeah, no, it was you were I mean, you were great at that, too. I was like, I was like, I like that, you know, you see something that you're not used to seeing a certain actor do. That was really fun. I want to be. I want to be mean again. <laughs> <laughs> I like how I be. I want to be a mean guy now. Let's say Broadway is opening tomorrow. They're like Nick. So gonna you, we're gonna open up any show for you, Pat. Either current show or past show. Which show would you want to go into? What role would you want to be, and why? Oh my gosh! In I'll the, give you five minutes to yourself. <laughs> in the current season? No, I mean anything. Like, let's say that. Like you're like I, I want to be in the King and I or whatever you know like what they'll open any show for you. Wow! Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, you know, I, I've mentioned it a lot by now, but Hadestown is a, is a dream role. So just the fact that I get to do that, you know, um, on tour is is pretty pretty great for me. You know, I'm a huge Sondheim fan. So if they were to open up a revival of Sweeney or Sunday. I'd get in there for that. Yeah. But also, you know, I, I, there's been a, you know, a few new, um, developmental readings I've been a part of for new musicals that I really hope make it to the New York stage. So that would be cool too, to, to do some, something new and fresh. And yeah. So yeah. that's my answer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I love, what was so funny? This is like, I don't even remember the year, but it was a couple of years ago. Me and my wife were running, we're just, we were going to see a, a show somewhere. It was close to Barrington stage. Okay. So we were driving home and we see there's a production of Sweeney Todd. So we stopped on the way home, bought tickets and saw Sweeney Todd and ended up staying overnight in Barrington. That's the spontaneity I like to hear. That, that's what we like, do. we'll travel for shows. Apps for that. Also, can we just acknowledge that I have like two beverages here that I just keep <laughs> witching off and on? I don't want people to think, what is, what is he doing? Uh, anyway. It's hilarious. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll include that as a clip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Double fisting this. <laughs> yeah. He's a man of many talents. So besides Hayes Town, are there any other upcoming projects that you can share about or that you want to share about? Um, there are a couple little gigs here and there. Um, as I mentioned, there's there's a few a couple kind of new new works in the works that I hope come to fruition. But other than that, no, I, I'm, you know, it's going to be a year and I'll come back and, and we'll see what the state of the world is and the country and um, theater. And, uh, but yeah, I'm also interested in doing some, some teaching. I, during the pandemic, I started writing. So um, my family is full of writers. So I feel like it was, it was only a matter of time that I, that I tried it. And so, yeah, there's, I think for all of us this past year has been like, okay, so let's, let's look within and let's, let's look at some different creative outlets that we can, that we can look into. And so, so it's been some of that too. Um, so I'm excited for, for whatever comes next. Yeah. 
if people want to find out more about how amazing you are, <laughs> where can they go? Oh, uh, there's there's some YouTube videos of me. There's some embarrassing ones, but there's also some some ones that I'm okay with. Um, at fifty four below, I've sung there a couple of couple of times. Any so, social media? Yeah, social okay. media. Follow and me on Instagram. I'm there sometimes. Sometimes I'm not. Uh, I, I think I have to get better at my you know social media skills heading into this year. But um, so do I. But yeah, you can also just find me on the streets in New York, running places, and uh, you know it's I'm I'm hard to miss. Somewhere. Yeah, I'm, I can vouch for that. He's definitely you can definitely find him on the streets of New York. It's, that's what's happened with me too. <laughs> like across the streets, like oh look, there's Nick. Yes, just <laughs> living his life. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. Nick, thank you so, so much for coming on. I love talking with you. Oh, good to see your face. And definitely come back anytime. Maybe we'll have to do a post yes. in town. You could tell us some stories from tour life. Totally. And I can't wait to see you in person at some point. Yes, I can't wait. So hopefully, hopefully I get to see you before you go out on tour. Yes. We'll make it, we'll, we'll make it a thing. We'll make it a thing. 100%. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Yeah.